welcome to another episode of Traveling with LK. In this episode, we will be exploring the power of having a cup of knowledge, a cup of confidence, and a heaping cup of support with my very good loving friend and Libra sister, Nefteli Dorcius, also known as Nefi. Now, I called her my sister. She's not really my sister, but I love her like one. So y'all go ahead, get a pen and paper out because you are going to want to write down this perfect recipe to go out and tackle that dream that you have set in life. Thank you all for joining me today. I have one of my favorite people as a guest. I'm going to let her introduce herself, but when I say she's amazing, she is beyond amazing. I might be biased because she's one of my best friends, but uh, I'm going to let you guys see how amazing she is and why I decided to feature her on Traveling with OK, where we share not only traveling tips and stories, but also explore how we navigate this thing called life. So I'm going to go ahead and let my guest go introduce herself. Yo, shout out to you for the confidence boost for real, though. Like, <laughs> legit, every time I talk to you, I just feel like, you know, cloud nine. You make me feel so awesome. I know. Um. <laughs> you do, too. We're like both. Here. We're not. So just to let y'all know, we're not even sitting by each other. We're doing this on Anchor. Um, and I already feel the energy and the love. So I hope y'all do, too. <laughs> um so hey y'all uh my name's neftali uh my friends call me nephi though um i'm Lindsay's homie obviously if you couldn't tell by now (laughs) Um, we originally met through nyu we did the same um the same grad program we both uh did the masters of public health program um and currently i'm working in hiv prevention and um yeah i anything else i should add (laughs) Yeah, um, so we met, actually, well, we met during orientation, but we really became friends in Italy, and can you believe that was two years ago, like, two years ago to this day, I know, we were right? in Italy. So crazy. Yeah. And it's funny, because, mm-hmm. just just to tell a funny story, so you guys could all giggle while you're listening. Oh, Lord. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> I always tell Lindsay, because when I first met her, I was just like... Ah, oh, this girl's cool. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be her friend. And like, literally, we were in a whole semester, didn't really speak to each other. And then she was on the trip in Italy, and I was just like, "Yo, we're gonna be best friends." And then two mm-hmm. years later, here we are. We're inseparable, even from states. So she's in <laughs> New York right now, and I'm in North Carolina, and we still connect and plan and do everything together. But speaking of Italy. Like, can you talk about our experience there? What were we doing two years ago right now? Yeah, so we were taking a course basically on, um, I want to say it was the refugee crisis over there. Mm -hmm. Um, And Mm -hmm. we were basically learning about how different people migrated over to Italy, some of the challenges that they were faced with. Um, We went to a couple of their different housing complexes, um, as well as like camps that they were at. And it really just got to, you know, learn about their stories and try to figure out ways in which we could help them improve, um, which was really cool because we got to do like mini projects um, about like what was going on and how we thought uh, their issues could be solved in like our perspective. And I thought that was really dope. Um, So there was that. And then, of course, you know, 
partying and whatnot and living our best lives. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> oh, goodness. Yeah, you know, a little bit of that, a little bit of this. Um, but thinking back to two years ago, um, what would you say your, if you can remember, what was your biggest takeaway from that trip? It could be from what we studied or just personally. What was your biggest takeaway? My biggest takeaway? Um, I would honestly say being able to step outside of myself and make it work. And I know that might sound strange, but that was probably the first time I've ever been out of the country by myself. Um, And I know that I can be somebody who's really like reserved sometimes if I'm not familiar with like my surroundings or people I'm around. And for me, I didn't really know anybody before going on that trip. Um, So really like just taking a step outside of myself understanding other people's perspectives and trying to make that work all while all while um learning different things about this culture and just taking it all in and you know really using my skill set from school to implement something right so you said that was your first time traveling out of the country by yourself where else have you been so I've been to like a few places um well I'm I was born in Haiti so that counts (laughs) Uh, I've been to Thailand I've been to Bali Abu Dhabi um, France and India wow a lot of places I haven't been yet Thailand is on the top of my list to go like that that place looks so beautiful well what was your favorite destination and why was it your favorite so like tell some details why why was that your favorite place? Take us there with you. So it's actually funny that you said you want to go to Thailand because I always recommend it to everybody. Like, it's my favorite. Oh. It was my favorite trip that I've taken so far. Um, mm-hmm. And it was my favorite for, like, a whole bunch of reasons. Like, I went with all my sisters. Um, it was our first trip all together, at, like, our us four girls. And I thought that was, like, mm-hmm. super cool. It was, like, my introduction to, like, adulthood or whatever. If you ask them, that's what they would say. Um, but also because it's so rich in culture and it really is a beautiful place. Um, and the food alone was like worth the trip. I would go back just to eat, um, Mm -hmm. the different islands. It was just amazing altogether. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, you have me ready to go. If y'all hear some background noise, that's me packing to go to Thailand. (laughs) (laughs) Y'all join me if you want to. Um, so we've talked about where you've been. Uh, let's talk about where you are now. So I, I mentioned before that you're the founder of Publicly Sexy. Can you, so can you tell us what is Publicly Sexy? What is that? Oh, I should have definitely like mentioned that in my introduction. I'm like the worst, clearly. Totally cool. <laughs> so you can mention it now. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I'm the founder and CEO of Publicly Sexy, which is basically a sexuality, health and reproductive health blog and podcast. Um, basically, what we do is we focus on uh, reproductive and sexual health issues that's really, you know, prevalent within the African-American community, but just not, not limited to. Um, the focus is of women of color because, you know, throughout my education, I've noticed that women of color sometimes are faced with the highest health disparities when it comes to sexual and reproductive health. So I wanted to create a platform in order to tackle that and, you know, really provide women with resources in a laid back, fun kind of way. Because I think sometimes 
um, as a woman of color, we can sometimes be talked down to. Mm -hmm. Um, And I wanted to have a platform where women could come and ask questions, feel comfortable and be confident in asking those questions. Mm -hmm. That's amazing. I I know thinking back to the reproductive health lesson I had in like middle school, that that wouldn't have sufficed for anything like that. That was nothing. So it's good that you have this platform. Um, But what encouraged you to make your idea? So it sounds like you knew the facts and you possibly witnessed something. What made you take this idea to a reality? Um, you know what it was? So in my current job right now, I've been in my role for about maybe a year and a half now. Uh, and my contract mainly focuses on black men um, who sleep with men. So I'm a part of the LGBTQ community. And I was noticing what different sexual health issues and different topics that women of color were being left out. And for me, I feel like all of those populations are intertwined. And I was just like, why is there not a platform or why is the discussion not happening around women of color until it's too late? Mm -hmm. So I I was really encouraged um, to start talking about it and making a platform so women can talk about it because it's, it seems to be that whenever our issues get addressed is after the fact right. or when there's years of trauma that's influenced by it. Mm-hmm. Um, that's when our conversations are brought up. So I wanted to bring the conversation up before it was too late. Right. And when, you, when that realization hit you, did you just the next day start your journey to publicly cite? Did you just start with your podcast and blog and um, the events like how how were you able to formulate the platform that you have now to be honest it was through my peers my sisters really encouraging me to do it um, I think for years now I've educated myself on sexual and reproductive health it's been what I've been doing career-wise for so many years since I was even in high school and uh, I've never felt confident enough to be able to kind of you know, lead the path and lead the way and be the voice. And it wasn't until like I had like these great group of women, like just saying like, just do it, take the leap of faith. Like what's the worst that can happen? It crashes and fails. At least you tried. Um, so I started off with just writing a blog post. Then I built my website, put my first blog post up, asked everybody for like advice and opinions on it. And since there, I've kind of just been writing. I've had other people contribute pieces. Um, Like I said, I was lucky enough to have my sisters who joined on as my clinical and global chair. And then I have my other sister who's my editor of the site. And now I actually have Debbie who edits my podcast. So it's like my team has been building um, little by little, which has been super dope. Um, Yeah, just baby steps really helped me create it. Wow, that's amazing. The power of having an idea and then a support group to back you up. That's Wow. So with that, you have your team growing, you have your platform growing. Let's let's travel five years from now. What impact do you see publicly sexy having on the world or in the community? Um, hmm, that is a good question. I see it being a one stop hub in the sense where women will be able to use the platform to connect to the best, you know, pediatricians um, for their children, to be able to connect to the best gynecologists for themselves, 
uh, OBGYNs when they're getting ready to have a baby, um, being able to ask sexual health educators, you know, questions about their sexual health, um, having a platform where they can speak to one another, where they can engage in forums and really like just discuss like these major issues that are going on within our community um, and just feel comfortable doing so and being able to have um, kind of power within their voices. So I think it's going to become something where, you know, like I said, a one-stop hub, everything you need, come to publicly sexy. We got you. Yes. Yes. Those, that forum you were just talking about. Can, can I go ahead and pre-order my ticket? I'm ready right now to attend because <laughs> I, I feel like we definitely need that in the community. Um, it's something lacking. Like right now you're in New York city and I know living there, I witnessed how kind of progressive they are in this. So there, there's a lot of things that need to be tweaked, but where I am right now, we don't have anything like that. Um, and if we, we used to have similar programs to what you're saying, but of course they got defunded. And now I feel like it's a ghost town when it comes to that issue. So I am so excited to see where publicly sexy goes in the future. Um, so, all right. So we've talked about where you are now. Uh, let's get back to some traveling questions. Where do you plan on traveling next? Um, so, Actually, next week I'm going to Istanbul. Oh, perfect timing. (laughs) I know, right? Perfect timing. Um, And I'm super excited about that. We're going to try to do like the hot balloon ride. And um, I was told to take a Turkish bath. I have no idea what that is. But I was told to take one. So we'll see. All right. (laughs) That's exciting. And will you be sharing your experience on any platform or? Yeah, I'm hoping to... uh, to be able to maybe visit like one of the local clinics or just like find out different information so that I can maybe write like a blog post mm-hmm. about just like what I've experienced over there and what I've seen. Okay. Um, Cause I think that's definitely a huge part of traveling, um, taking note of what's different from where you're from. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause it's just like a learning experience. Yes. That is exciting. I, I can't wait to hear about that and I'll make sure to have to link um, that blog or whatever platform you decide to use to this blog and podcast so we can follow up with you and travel with you to Istanbul I've never been there either so yes please take plenty of pictures I can't wait and send them to me I, will. I always you already know I'm a FaceTime <laughs> um, now now that you're a week away from your traveling right can you think of one thing that you have to have with you um, when you travel in general but since you're getting ready for a trip what's the one thing you have to have and why so this is gonna sound super silly but I always travel with at least three chapsticks I just can't have chapped lips like that's just not it's just not allowed (laughs) I love it hashtag no chapped lips okay I got you that's perfect that's perfect so it's been a pleasure um interviewing you one of my favorite people in the world uh but where can everybody else find you now that they they've gotten a glimpse into how amazing you are where can we find you you can find me at publicly sexy on instagram also publicly sexy on facebook and then if you type in www.publiclysexy.com you can find me on the web we everywhere. We out there. Yes, we out there. Yes. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining us and educating us. 
and connecting us to your world. And we can't, I can't wait. I know we can't wait. I'll speak for all of us to see (laughs) where publicly sexy goes in the future. So thanks again. No problem. And if y'all ain't connected yet with traveling with LK, get connected now. She has mad tips. She be changing my life with her little, (laughs) you know, her webinars telling me how to get it together. (laughs) So you guys should definitely subscribe and get your life. Thank you, love. See, y'all, we hype each other up. We're going to stop now because we'll go on and on because I I was about to say something (laughs) back. Y'all know how awesome she is? There we have it. (laughs) All right. Thanks, love. No problem. again for tuning in for another episode of traveling with lk i hope you walk away ready and inspired to tackle that goal that you have set out for yourself in life also i have some exciting news to share with you all traveling with lk has a brand new home on www.lindsaykillett.com that's www.lin D-S-E-Y-K-I-L-L-E-T-T.com. A brand new website for you to connect with me, Lindsay Killett. And in case you were wondering, that's what LK stands for, Lindsay Killett. Side note. Anyway, that's your hub for you to go and express your interest in being featured on the next podcast or a future podcast. If you have an inspiring story that you want to share, whether it's traveling or how you navigate this thing called life, the www.lindsaykillett.com platform is where you can connect with me so I can connect with you and we can get you featured. So once again, thank you for listening. And as usual, at the end of every episode, I share somebody's takeaway from one of the two questions. What is your purpose in life and why do you like traveling? And today's takeaway is from my very good friend, Mackenzie Pickett, also known as my cousin and future president. I hope you all enjoy. So I think that purpose in life is a really interesting question and the fact that I think purpose is forever changing. I think that purpose is very much in the relationship of wherever you're at with yourself. And so currently I'm unemployed and dealing with what does purpose mean when I've only grown up in an American culture where purpose is what you do. It's really hard. But the other purpose that I have is I should be a great aunt to all my nieces and nephews. And I should be really good to all the friends and family that I come into contact with. And just genuinely don't be a bad person, right? And sometimes it's really hard for me because I'm genuinely an asshole. But I think that trying to figure out purpose is a journey and not so much the destination. And hopefully you find it on the way. I'm still looking. And if you have any tips and tricks on how to ever find your purpose I think that that's something that you it's a good conversation to have I don't know if that answers your question but 